Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me is the world famous Pot Brothers at Law and Mr. Joe Grande. Hi, Mr. Wright. And you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on today's planet. Either way, thank you guys all for listening to the podcast all around the world. If you ever want to be a part of it, 800-420-1980 is the number. Make sure you check out the Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101 at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is no power, so he can't be honest oh. today. The power just went out at his house, but he's at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Please DM him to wake him up every once in a while just because we like to keep him alert at all times. <laughs> Blue is at one Christopher Wright. Yes. And I am at Joe Grande 52. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And our guest today, Michael. Zindel? That is correct, yes. What That's a nice Zindel. last name. I don't know why it sounds like a good bottle of wine or something. <laughs> Appreciate Mr. That. Zindel? Yes. I would like a bottle, please. Yeah, sounds like a successful yeah, name, Mr. And, Zindel. And he does. He has a nice jacket on, the whole nine. I yeah. mean, he's from Think20 Labs. Think20labs.com is the website co-founder of it. We're going to get to it all and talk about all that, but I got a couple stories that I want to talk to you guys all about and share with you, and please, Michael... Uh, elaborate in on the conversation that I'm about to go green with because Bill Maher slams a CBD oil company for using his name. Now, Bill Maher is not the first celebrity to be used in a CBD scam, but is the first to complain about it on a national television show. On his return to real time after a month-long break, Bill reserved his anger for CBD and one of his new rules. And he says, this is a quote, Stop putting my name on your CBD products without my permission. If you see an ad like this, it's bullshit. I do not sell CBD oil. I do not endorse CBD oil. One clue, this is a scam. I'm Bill Maher, and it's made from the parts of the cannabis plant that don't get you high. It's not outrageous to learn that you're being used to sell something without your knowledge. Enjoy hearing from my lawyers, assholes, 
is what he's saying. Nice. So Bill Maher, if you don't know, huge cannabis consumer, right? Yeah. I've been to parties with the dude, and he's smoking ever from way back when. He's always been a smoker. Other celebrities that have been, you know, hit with this, like Bruce Springsteen, Lester Holt Jr., for example. But, you know, there's other big cats like Kristen Bell, Magic Johnson that are out there putting some stuff out there yeah. that, that are, you know, just regular. That are really working. Or CBD, <laughs> like they're for they're the really CBD. doing it. <laughs> but Bill Maher is not a part of this whole, I like CBD and it's good for everybody because he likes the THC aspect right, of it. He smokes. Right. He has and no it's, interest And it's in, funny, yeah. though, that... Companies out there are trying to grab cats to capitalize. What are they calling it? The Bill Maher experience? I mean, what, I mean, what is this? I, I mean, didn't I, get so far know. into it. And, he, you know, they're just saying that there was a company. And I didn't even want to give the company the shout out to give no, them the credit No, don't either. even give them the plug. So either right? way, they're saying Bill Maher is endorsing this CBD wow, product. what balls. Right? Crazy. So what it's kind of like right? what people were doing before the Pop Brothers at Law got their own product. You know, people were just saying, the Pop Brothers at Law like this. And you just find an old man sleeping and say it's Craig. And say, fuck it. You know, it wakes him up. Up. There's oh, just this old dude oh, with shit in his pants, and that's Craig Washerman. He likes it. Why do you laugh when I make fun of you and rip you? And oh, it's we, funny because we can't yeah, even hear that. Your mic's not even yeah, on. Your You're so old, on. you got it. your mic off. I'm your sorry, mic's Craig. Not even on. No, it's probably it. on. Oh, there it is. The that's light. two shows in a row. Hey. That's two shows in a row. You bragged on my age. I'm keeping score. Hey, you know uh, what? You know what that means, Craig? That I love you twice as much. That's right. Oh, no, right. then it's getting old, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting old, Joe. No pun intended. <laughs> that was perfect. Your old it's jokes just, are getting old, you get fat old ass. Jokes. Shut up your fat beater mouth. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on, hold on. I got to go get some Pop Brothers at Lost CBD. Exactly. Yeah. That you can endorse. But Shameless it's just, plugs. It's just go funny. to popbrotherslawcbd.com. Pop okay. And either. you'll get the real stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If you want to get knocked out like Craig was just, you know, or you have can, to touch the mic. You got to figure it out. Or you get it from our wonderful sponsor, Smoke and Go USA, <laughs> right here in Westminster, California. Either way, it's just funny to see how Bill Maher just, or anybody who gets, you know, capitalized on that's an A-list person and a CBD company just takes their likeness and just bullshit and does that. Where it's like, híjole, that, you know, that's that, money. That, listen, that's this. It's that, clickbait. It's clickbait. Unfortunately, and it's, they... it's bad actors, right? I mean, we, we're going to have a lot of people that are that are coming into this industry that are just reaching that are just coming to get fast food right they're, they're not here to stay um so it's just a bad actor and they're, they're here for a very small period of time they will not make it and you know it just puts a bad it's, taste it's, and there's some out there sad. and, and yeah, they're making a, some money on it which is you know how how the game works right you capitalize on someone likeness and that's what you go so i feel for that it's a go green because someone's making money bill moore's not happy because he ain't making money over don't use no, my likeness but, if i ain't making no paper on it not only that i'm not even endorsing cbd i i'm not even for it well speaking of that I, it probably doesn't have any kind of testing or any relevancy behind it right so i mean exactly that's so something you could probably speak on big thing to do is for education as far as bill moore is educated exactly Exactly what's out there, right. what the market's like, and like what authority is it behind all the information that's out? Sure. Well, I think it was Think uh, Think Twenty Labs was the one who put it out, but I don't know. I got to go to Think Twenty Labs <laughs> and confirm this, but we'll figure it out. As Michael, here we go. <laughs> like almost put out his water right there. <laughs> else, you guys. That this is a great go green one right here. You ready for this one? You guys are gonna love this story. When Maximilian White is the gentleman's name, Maximilian White, loved the name first off, just was dope, right? Was approached in his Portuguese nightclub with an opportunity to open up his own cannabis farm. He nearly turned it down because eh, it wasn't his forte. You know what I mean? I don't have a farm. I do nightclubs. But what do you guys want from me? Well, after doing some extensive research, the 40-year-old decided to part with 
And $18 million in a four years later that he's making, he's making billions, you guys. Four years. The father of four is now making two to four billion dollars a year and has his sights set on using his laboratories to create tailored strains based on someone's DNA sample. Max's company is 100% dedicated to the pharmaceutical market so much that they have currently formulated exclusive strains based on DNA samples. He said, we'll be able to send a swab to your house and with the information from that swab, we'll be able to know what kind of problems you're going to have within the next 10 years. And we'll be able to build a strain of marijuana, especially for your body and your elements over those next 10 years. There will be an app that gives us second to second, minute to minute on your sleeping, your heartbeat, how you're dealing with the medication and the information will be sent back to us, them, the, the people that are holding it, to know where we can tweak it for you later down the line. I think this type of research and this type of product, I don't even know if it's possible, well, well, but I fucking love the fact that know, they're going that route. Chime in. Yeah, this is uh, pharmacogenetics. And it's the study of the DNA and how our RNA affects proteins and how we have... Um, it's basically, yeah, personalized medicine. They're, sure. And Michael, I kind of grabbed that story because I figured you'd be able to, you know, is this something that more labs are going to as you have think20labs.com? This, this, this is the holy grail that's out there. Whether they have achieved this or not, I mean, time will tell. But this is the holy grail. That's, this is, that's the this lay down. Is, yeah, that's this is what people are trying to get you right, which is going to alluding to what we've been screaming for years, this research, where I kind of want the, the point to be, Michael, where... My hip hurts. I have a headache. Okay, do this amount at 260 pounds. This should be yours for a male. Do this amount of cannabis, well, and this the, will eliminate the that. The research and education that we're looking for, because, you know, Joe and I don't consume every day all day, right? Whereas Craig and, and Mark do. And, and you can <laughs> look at him. And you can tell. Look at him. He's, consu- he's already smoked two joints. He can't even well, talk. You need to smoke a little more, too. I know. I know. No, so, well, but, but the, the, the reason is because I don't get the same experience every single time. If I if I got the same experience and I knew I liked that experience, I'd be okay with it, which is why I like to drink. Yep. <laughs> you know, and, but and, the and bottom it's line like, is, I know if I have a shot this. or two, I know where I feel. If I hit a joint one day, I'm over here in the corner going, God, dude, I can't believe I hit that, and I don't know why, and I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? I, I don't have that experience yet. And, and there was a point where I smoked. I mean, I, I've been through my age where I smoked so much and it didn't matter what I did, right? I mean, I could just. An eighth blunt to the head, let's yeah, go. Yeah, I'd smoke whatever. all day long, roll a blunt, or whatever it was. I'd hit a bong, I'd hit the gravity bong. But now I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, look, I, I, I don't want to come to work. I don't want to smoke during work. I don't want to get. It's like I don't want to drink during work, you know? So a lot of people don't understand that. But for, for me, if. If there was something that I could smoke during work and it and it gave me a clarity and it let me work all day, then I would do that. Or if you can get into an app like yeah, this. Yeah, but what you're what you're missing out on is this question here. When you're talking about all this fancy stuff and it going being on an app and going to someone's going to someone's uh, uh, cloud, I and mean, we're talking privacy as well. You're gonna want your information. Who knows? This is the, this could be the start of Big Brother. 
I mean, we know Big Brother's already started. Well, is it good but, or bad yeah, if Big Brother here. gets involved? Here. <laughs> because, I mean, if you know, if you have this app, right, or you, or you go to that, or you look for a DNA sample that really matches with your body, and you're, you have to get Ron, that help. Ron you Brown, have to do it. Ron Brown brought that well, then the government's going to know that you that? have that certain DNA, and, and they're going to come and, after and you. And is it yeah. bad? Is it good or bad? I mean, if you're a consumer and you want to feel the yeah. best way possible and use this medicine in a way to keep you... Um, pain-free. Let's just go pain-free. I would want to use it for pain-free, right? So my hip starts to hurt. My ankle starts to hurt. Joe's going to start using more THC because if I can monitor this and they say, use this amount, this amount for your pain, for your hips and your ankle, why wouldn't I want to well, do that? You or should Big be. Brother's are watching. They, are they willing to go through the FDA to prove what they have? I mean, Big Brother's here. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I mean. I, I, my my point is, yeah, I don't care. Weird. And I think, Craig, what you're saying by getting Big Brother involved, I think if people, especially when I use the terms of injuries and for pain, and if you're using it for Well, I'm talking about the that. access to that information. Well, well, Who's going to have access to that information? Well, it should be doctor-client re relations. I mean, well, it's probably yeah, going to be this that's laboratory. That's why if you, go through, if you go through FDA and you get HIPAA involved, exactly that. You have patient-client right. privilege. Right. But I think it's, this is a company, once again, out in uh, Portugal, or that's where they were, the nightclub was. I don't think it's a local U.S., but, I mean, they're, they're working on this out there. And I just find it to be a huge opportunity for when I think of my own elements for pain. Well, so And if Mark or Craig, who just wants to get out of our pit, and Jennifer, I don't know if you guys would do something like this, but for me... To, to be able to put in an app or, or for someone to follow my progress of this didn't take away my pain or this amount did, well, I think that would be ideal. And who wouldn't want to spend the money for that? That's just it, clinical trials. I mean, has this methodology, this sure. product they have, their service, I've gone through well, that's what I'm saying. They're working on it. And by the way, once again, they're making two to four billion dollars a year a year now with this medical marijuana out there. And it just goes to show this guy had the land of the, the nightclub. I don't know if I want to get into it. Well, guess what? Four billion dollars later. This guy's got to give out grants. Yeah, yeah he's got to start yeah, doing yeah, some stuff. Funding the, the right people. That Either are way, he's yeah, going green because he's making a lot of he's money, got... and that's why I'm bringing it up. And I actually like the product, and I love that, Michael, what you're doing. But Craig, I think you got some cannabis news real quick for us too. Yeah, real quick. This is a story that you sh probably should have picked up on if you or you have it written down for later. But uh, there's a new article out about weed maps. I mean, this is crazy. But you own Weed Maps, don't you? Aren't you one of the? I mean, you're one of the partners. <laughs> you certainly I, I love that rumor after, that went after, around. You certainly have a little portion it. of it, don't you? A after what I'm re after what I what I read, I, I sure wish that I had one one scintilla of the truth to it, because I'd be a rich man. Cannabis advertising giant Weed Maps hopes to boost its revenue over the next three years by a whopping 175 percent. Wow! And investors are waging the California-based company can actually deliver on that goal since announcing its acquisition of weed maps on december 10th silver spike acquisition corp has seen its shares double resulting Ooh. in weed maps valuation at 21 times sales and 98 times ebi dta for 2020 <laughs> i did look up what that meant yeah, what that E-B-I-T-D-A means. Is there any O-P-P in there? <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on a second. Go ahead, it's, Craig. Let's tell us what the It stands for. Means. Well, I'm sure you want to know. Well, we just oh, yeah. I want to know. It's earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. That's funny. I was going to say that. So yeah, it's I, basically. I, it's, it's, I actually it sounds like it's basically your gross, means, your gross revenue. And, uh, I'm proud of you for the, learning that I mean, today. It's, just, it's crazy. The stock, which trades on the SS trades as SSPK on the NASDAQ climbed another 22% at 
after the company filed a bunch of forms with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission on January 19th, which included audited financials and more details about the deal and company operations with uh, with Weed Maps. So, I mean, it's just crazy that, you know, a non-touching the plant tech company like Weed Maps is going to be, a, you know, a couple billion dollar company here pretty Not soon. Not a bad so, investment. You got to read money in there. You got to read the executive commentary. You got to get their word on SEC, what, what they're exactly behind their numbers. I mean- they're definitely True. great, so, no, opp- great uh, opportunity. Yeah. Disclosure, disclosure. I'm not saying go buy, <laughs> go buy the uh, the stocks. I don't know stocks. I don't do stocks. I'm just reporting what I've read about these. I mean, these numbers. Do, are, are, they, are they actually 20th, trading right now? I don't, are they I trading on the? I, I think no, they are. We, I think no, no, weed no, maps no, went yeah, up. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. There, there's there's, there's uh, a blank acquisition group. There's these companies that I just learned about. I don't know the details, but they're companies that are already. Goodbye. Well, well, you know what? Once it does come up and once his power comes back, maybe we'll hear his uh, thoughts. But you know what? If I get some money and it does go up there, I'd throw some money at, at uh, Weed Maps. No, I mean, why it, wouldn't you? I mean, it's a good time to. I mean, if, if you think that, you know, first of all, they've built a sustainable model. We know that, right? And and they charge out the wazoo. And they're the Bible of it. It's not like an- no, it's not another the, one may yeah. come in. But they're the they're the first, well, and you, they got the best branding. And exactly, hope, and, they've been and, in the game a long time. And hopefully they'll expand, right? I mean, you would have to only think that they're going to create something new that's going to bring a, a, a more much more value to their company along the way. I mean, that's where I see it. I don't see it as, you know, they're just the marketing company to all the dispensaries. I see it as they're going to come in and become some kind of a management system. Or before you know it, have their own dispensaries, their own brands, their own everything. I, if they don't, they'd be crazy too. Not. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We come back. Speaking of crazy, we got Michaels and Dill. Think 20 Labs. I want to hear how crazy this place is. Let's go. It's <laughs> Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hello and welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. We have Michael Zindel from Think20 Labs. Welcome to the show, Michael, co-founder of Think20 Labs. Talk to me, buddy. Wait, Craig, I mean, uh, Joe. Craig is back too, by the way. Joe, Craig, are you there? Craig, I'm here. Okay, we can hear you. Thank you. But, oh, my God, there she Oh, and Mozzie, Mozzie the little rat. Just, he just had a spa day. Mozzie, oh. what's up, buddy? Just like his daddy. His daddy goes to Vegas and gets spot up. He goes to... Uh, uh, Japantown. <laughs> he goes there too. Yeah. She's like, how did you know? Exactly. So Michael, talk to us. What is Think 20 Labs? Uh, we're a lab here in Irvine, California, and we do cannabis testing for compliance. And you're the co-founder. How did you come about going, you know what, let me get into this. Let me do some picks and shovels games. How did it come about? It's, a, it's actually a long history, long story. I've been in cannabis. You were selling weed back in the day too? No, not selling. Um, well, Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Got into <laughs> cannabis because I uh, lost my dad to cancer and uh, found it in 2000. Sorry to hear that. Sorry. I, I did as well. I, I didn't know that story about you, but that's that's good to know. I, we have something very very much in common. It's good to know that your dad died just like his dad. <laughs> the, it, is. Bonding, it, you know? it is. It's a it good is. bonding. It's something I, I understand well, you what know you now. You're, you're, you're you know? going to understand the pain. You know? Yeah. That's right. It's a difficult journey. And it's growth. You know, Everyone just goes through life, and that's what it you know. Growing's all about going sure. through pain and getting over it. So, Pops, how long ago was this, Pops Pass? 2001, same year as 9-11. Ooh, that was a big year for you then. That was oh, terrible. Wow. Yep. So then that happens, and then you're into cannabis thinking, oh, could cannabis help my dad? Did it help him? What led you down the cannabis lane? I wasn't educated back then. I didn't know as much as, you know, I had friends that smoked. I partaked. You know, I didn't understand the health effects back then. It wasn't available. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. now everyone's educated and it's transparent. You know what's the, the plant's all about. There's a lot of regimens. I don't think the whole world cancer. was educated back then. I mean, you well, know, shit. They're still not. It, Who are we kidding? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's. I mean, I, I I just think there was there was a large consumption value, right? That was happening. But and and this goes from your your corporate America down to your street level. But there wasn't acknowledgement on it, so the corporate level never acknowledged it. Like, and, and it was, it was like, like hey, some people smoke, knew, you know? some people knew, but it wasn't as open as it is now where like you know there's brands out there that are like really good for you know doing suppositories for instance it wasn't like a known thing maybe you should try it that way like no way no one's ever thinking that way but now for cannabis patients suppositories are a huge way of taking in cannabis to help with the pain it's crazy yep that's it's it's about getting educated again and that 2008 2009 is when i found the plant and, and found out what it was for and back then is it was still early and then back in 2016-17, understood that, you know, with, here in Irvine, they have the ban on cannabis testing. I, I ran a campaign, you know, basically got the city council to overturn the ban. And that's where we raised the money and we now have a cannabis testing. How hard was that to go against the city and say, let us allow us to test cannabis here? Well, I mean, it wasn't necessarily hard. It took time and the right educate, time to educate the people that you needed to bring on board with you. They have to understand your message. They have to see what you're about, what you're going to give back to the community. 
it, it really comes to that too. It's it's big community efforts, right? I mean, they want to see that the community is going to be involved. They want to make sure. Well, they also want to see a profit too, money for the city. Well, not necessarily. I mean, in a, in a way, a way they want to make sure that you're a pillar of industry. You know, it's it's you you've earned that seat in in the house there. And basically yeah. that, that's a lot of cannabis companies are doing the right thing out there. And we hope to lead that charge as well. Well, it, I think it all starts with that. Like, so a lot of people come into the cannabis industry, not realizing that they, it starts in the city and community that you're in. Most people want to avoid that because they don't know how to go to the city council, sit with them. I mean, I sat in, in Stanton here yeah, locally. I, yeah, I was yeah. sitting in, in, you know, six of their, their city council meetings to, to build value for the cannabis community here. And, 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 you know, when you, you sit there the first time and, and you're the only one there. And then the next week you're the, you know, there's like a couple more people. And the next week, you know, the whole place is full of all these people that got an opinion. They remember you, you know, they're like, Hey, he's been here every freaking week. And he said some we, good things. Since we started talking head. about it, he stepped up, had some quality information to share with us and some ideas of how we can curve the, the, the industry to be a better place here locally and how, you know, we should tax it and so on. So what kind of, what kind of dollars does it take to put together a lab like this? Let's, is that something we could talk about? Sure. I mean, um, we did raise $5 million and open up two labs on both coasts, one in Maryland, one here in California. Unfortunately, we happened to open in the middle of a pandemic. So yeah, welcome to the real world. The real world. Well, at least there's a lot of testing going on still. I mean, that shouldn't really hurt too bad, right? Uh, well, you would think um, it, it's 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 a hit or miss. A lot of you know whether we're not affected directly ourselves, but our clients are. Our transportation distribution, you know, things take longer. People, you know, HR issues. You get you lose thirty percent of your staff, and you know what? Businesses don't run as efficient. Yeah. And so having a a lab like that, is that a certain license then that you guys need to get from the Bureau of Cannabis? Correct. Yes. We had to apply for the BCC license and our local license, uh, which that took a lot of time as well. And then you have to build a lab itself. And that's huge investment. So we have like $3 million worth of uh, instruments that we use to perform our tests. How big? What's the square footage of the the buildings? Uh, We're currently in a 5,000 square foot space. We're up to, you know, two dozen employees. Is it a two story building? Uh, it is a two-story building, but we're actually in a, a subunit. Uh, we have a suite there. Oh, it's actually you. W.L. Butler Construction. They actually do uh, all the Target stores. They oh, really? They do construction for them. Yeah. Oh, nice. Gotcha. Those, are, those guys stay busy then. Oh, yeah. There's always some uh, construction <laughs> yeah. going on at Target. So you guys... Well, let me, let me, so let me, let me ask you this about the standard... Are, are there standard tests in the industry? Because I'm hearing from clients who are cultivators and manufacturers that they can go to three different labs and get three different results. And, and there's no set standard machine or test that's used. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm glad we have you on so I can ask you that. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's exactly that. You need to have uniform SOPs and procedures. Everyone's got to get on the same page. And but that, we don't, though. So testing labs don't have that uniform procedure. Uh, that is that is correct. Everyone's got an accepted regulations that when you apply and it's a very strenuous process, you get approved. But those are different processes of which you get th- different results. So and people, so, so people, if, there if, are bad actors so that actually you, take advantage of that as well. So what was that? There are bad actors in the industry that actually take advantage of that as well. Oh, for so. sure. They know where to where, how to how to. You know what through. laboratory to go to when you got a bad batch. And hey, they're going to let it go through. Well, I mean, I'm just going to say that, you know, the BCC is doing a great job of over, right, overseeing the industry and making sure bad actors are eliminated. Yeah. How hard is that, though? Because I, I love that you brought that up, Craig, and it just goes to what we need. And how hard is that to implement of a unified, 
you know, program that says do this, that, that, these X amount of things that you need to do to test that should be universal. We'll get there. That's I mean, actually our, it, that's it, one of our missions. I mean, yeah. as far as Think20 Labs, I mean, the founders I joined with are from healthcare, are from pharmacogenetics, uh, DNA, uh, 23andMe, Ancestry.com, a company called Illumina. Oh, so, fantastic. So, so they have they have some real education. When I talk about pillars of industries, is this is exactly what you would expect. You're not going to go to a Wall Street investor ever until you have uniform um, standards and you know transparency and you have faith in those numbers. And that's exactly what we come down to. We want to be the authority of that faith in the numbers. I mean, because, you know, we have clients that could have a couple hundred thousand in product that gets held up in quarantine because of a of a test that, you know, comes in and they, they can have it. They have it retested somewhere else and it comes in, you know, passing grade. Well, so I just that, don't get that disparity. Yeah. I mean, right now you have BCC and metrics. So once you go through compliance, you have to stick with those results. And in fact, just that if you don't have the right lab, you have hundreds, of, if not millions of dollars worth of product that could be, you know, tainted or, you know held up i mean you're talking about running a business right because once once you're in once you're in metrics then you have to stay with that lab exactly Forever? or not stay with now, no 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 how that, you, that sample how would, you how would you recommend somebody picking a lab uh you know how, how do you pick a lab that besides obviously now going forward potentially you know think 20 labs.com um you know, how, how does someone go about picking a lab? How do you? I mean, it's it's in this industry how the, the reality is it's word of mouth and it's who you know. But that's where I'm on the show right now to tell you. I mean, we're new. We're here. Um, I have a history in this in this industry. Uh, my partners have a history in healthcare and, and where the market needs to go for personalized medicine and drug discovery. I mean, we have to start out with the testing. We have to know exactly what we're dealing with. We, we have transparency. We know what we have. And we want to be the leading authority for that. And not only that, you say healthcare, but to be behind 23andMe as one of your partners is in Ancestry.com, I would imagine, or is it fair to say you guys are using stuff like that to track it and being able to use any of their data that they use for this as well? Well, yeah, the guys that came from there, um, that's our vision down the line. I mean, we're going to be, we're right now the toll on the highway. Everyone's got to go through us to make sure that their, their product is safe, you know, secure. And then from there, we get into branding, personalized medicine, drug discovery. And then right there, that's the holy grail we were talking about early in the show. It's getting that uh, the DNA of what we're all of and how the plant corresponds to us. Is that what you guys are working on as well as a side project as well over there? That's what the long-term strategy is. Yeah, well. really. Because yeah. I ultimately, again, it's getting the, the, the end-line user the same experience every single time is is the holy grail yes right i mean because if you're talking to that'd you be know, best you, you, and, yeah. and you and i are, are are you know and the way i delivered it's different than normal joe but but you and i are sitting here going look i don't want to get take a pill if i don't know what's going to do to me but there's enough. I used to, but not no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all back in the day. Let me get two of them. Yeah, let me do a, a twofer. Um, but 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 I mean, but every time you take, you know, this is the the good and the bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of oxycodone. I'm not a fan of of uh, Vicodin or any but other. But you just sell them. You're not a fan. No, of them. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Just do you need some? Let yeah. me know. No, um, but I think the 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 understanding of it is that I know what it'll do to me if I and I, I will. I, Never taken Oxycontin again. I've taken one in my life. I hate when it, I have it to take those fucking me. things. It ruined me. I, I can took, get all that. I took, huh? so I took huh? one. Bad stuff. Took one in my entire life. I never want to do it again. 
But I, I took, uh, you know, uh, what are the Vicodins, and I know exactly what they'll do to me. I can take a half of one as long as I've ate something, you know, and, and I don't drink on it, whatever, because I am not I don't have a huge tolerance for, for drugs. Vicodin can kick in hard, too, though. Ooh. Oh, don't get me wrong. And it can be addicting. I've seen a lot of people oh, get addicted to these things. So, But I'm consciously aware of it, right? But cannabis is, is still, don't get me wrong, I'd rather smoke a, a anything than to, to, to feel the pains Right, right. If I could get away with the pain, I'd rather smoke for sure. But I also might ruin my day smoking cannabis too, you know, or taking it too much edible because I know it'll ruin me. Now, having the right, you know, the Think Twenty Twenty Labs, you know, the right education, and them actually putting that research in for us and creating that exact brand that you can enjoy every single day. That's going to be the Coca Cola staple that we're looking for. It's the game changer. I think we're all looking. And for. how long, Michael? Before we get there, you think? What's I, your gut say? Three to five years, which is not far. And would you say that they're ahead of the game in like the Egypt area or other parts of the country, or the world? Excuse me. Well, I mean, Israel, Israel, Israel for would, instance, would definitely be the forerunner for yeah, scientific advancement. Are you using any of their data? That because I believe Israel, the shit that I've been reading and seeing from Israel is for second years. to none. For they're years. ahead of us by, by far. Correct. Fundamentally, that's what the game we're in is data. And we want to share that data with our clients and have an open API form for which anybody can be involved. They can see their data, understand their data, and make a better product. And for the client to be assured, it's that's, a similar hit. Can, yeah, you, the, can, can we as companies in the States grab the data from Israel and implement it here on another product of a company here and say, let's do it the way they're testing it and see if we get the same outcome. Well, because it's got to go through our FDA and all that. Other exactly. Well. So, so that's what I'm saying. Can we start with, our, is Israel giving up that information to a company like yours? Well, no. I mean, it, it already exists here as well. We're, we're all working in partnership. I think everyone has the same goal. Right? right. But it feels like Israel's ahead of it because they keep putting out these, you know, uh, papers and this and that. You're reading more logic of like, why, why aren't we doing this? I don't hear about we're, this going on here. Oh, it's definitely it's, going it's on It's happening. It's, it's, it's just, just you don't hear about as much, I guess. Well, well, I would say that the 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 solid concrete, you know, information here. If you if you put a press release out here of something like that and and it hits, and let's say it doesn't sniff all the way out, you're also out of business. You know what I'm saying? Whereas it maybe like Israel, at Israel, they're like, check us out, boom. I, and I don't know. I'm just you saying, can blast it from Israel. I'm just saying. It you know, coming, getting you back know, to testing it, cannabis, it may be a little is, different. Is is there a best practices guide of some sort of? you know how you test cannabis as opposed to the guy down the street testing cannabis in a, in a licensed testing lab well that would be like iso certification that's basically whatever lab uh in order to get fully validated by the bcc which is our state governing agency it lays that out that you've actually uh, achieved uh gmp uh, manufacturing you know you know, having that instilled knowledge that you're doing everything best standards, right. best business practices. Now, is it is it still based on, is there different machines that are used, equipment that's used that makes the difference that if I have a client and go, hey, if this, if this lab uses this type of machine, I'd go somewhere else that uses this type of machine. Well, I mean, simply said, I mean, just, you know, 101 in a, in a way that, yeah, there's different brands of equipment that are definitely functional in the same manner to achieve the same outcome. But they're totally different machines, and and you have your LODs, LOQs, of which your settings are sensitivity and everything like that. So it's like that's why they call them instruments because you have the scientists that's you have to work within standards, but it's an instrument as as far as in, like in, a, in able to create something. Sure. Can you put it in so, dumb layman so can, terms? So can that make the can difference dumb, between dumb it down something for the testing kids. for me <laughs> uh, positive for something and something not testing or within the 
or within the uh, the realm of you know what you know how much is allowed of whatever substance it is you can have x percent or x whatever it is um, does that make a difference in, in the outcome of those tests? Well, what I could just say for Think 20 Labs, we have the highest standards, the highest sensitivities above and beyond what the BCC requires. So in that sense, maybe that there should be this discussion to be exactly what are the other labs doing? I mean, what are their, I mean, yeah, maybe if they've gotten this temporary license because of what's been going on with COVID and everybody's kicking the can down the street, Let's find out what these other labs are doing. What is sure. what's going on in these places? Well, Michael, we can't tell what other labs are doing, but can you walk us through what you guys would do? I am a distributor. I come in with what a hundred pounds. How does it even work? Walk me through everything from I'm a grower. I bring you something to get tested. I, even that process. Who brings you the product to get tested first? So for compliance, we actually have to perform an audit and send out our drivers and sample technicians to go and actually. Uh, view the product and then go at the farm when at, you say that or at where the, at and the, it gets taped warehouse? at the distribution center correct and it gets taped and it's quarantined off and they put they put tags when on you it, say correct? taped you mean videotaped or taped with duct tape video videotaped yeah, and then they put a tag on it and they seal it with that tag this right? is, this is all for auditing purposes. Right. Yes. So then you're videoing all this, yeah. and then you, how much do you bring back to the lab to test? So you, you, you have a sample, so it's a certain amount of grams per pound. So there's, a, you know, as far as every, every matrices that's out there, whether it's an oil, a tincture, an edible. Changes. It changes. So, But let's it, just say it's a, a for, for, for cannabis. This yeah, is it's flour. A, one gram per pound, let's just say for, for shit. Is that what it is? Is so, one gram so per So you pound? need one, one full compliance test per every... 50 pounds. Right. Okay. You know, th there's been discussion that in the past where it's, it'd be two tests for every 50 pounds and what have you. But as far as this is, this is basically how OSHA in, it gets involved with other places. Yeah. And then you have the FDA and everything. Like, this is a maturity of the market that's taking place. It's growing. Yeah. So growing. as you send your driver over there and somebody has 500 pounds, they're going to give you, what, two They're not going to give us. We're going to go and take. We're going to go you, take You guys it. are just yeah. going to go, okay, I'll yeah. take this They'll nug, point it out. Nug, We're going to make sure everything's the standards, checking off. So they make, they make it sure it's the same batch, right? right? It's the same exact plant, obviously, right? So, you, you know, and it's the same batch. So they're going in there and they go pull it, pull it, pull it. They bag but it think, up. They bag it, tag it, and then it sits there. And that never Yeah, but I think Joe's got leaves. the wrong idea of, of what he means by the by auditing. I, I think what he means is that the company, the distributor or the manufacturer or cultivator, whoever is asking for the testing, I, I think it's actually the distri distributor is responsible. And uh, they call and say, we need test stuff tested. So the lab has to go out and do everything that we just told you. They don't just don't, you know, willy-nilly go, okay, I'm going to go audit this, this lab or this distributor. You, know, you get an order and you go fulfill it and that's how it's fulfilled by them going out there and doing all these somersaults to uh to get the product to get the right batch so if you're testing what's a normal or is there a normal amount of weight like is there 100 pounds that you guys normally well, see is it 50 like is there something that's common for cannabis it's every 50 pound lot so let's just say you only grew 28 ounces or excuse me 28 pounds of bubba kush same thing same, same price. thing one, yeah, one, one, one one test one but batch. if you have like 128 pounds you, you need three. three three there yeah. you go yeah, and then three. what if uh, so if two of them test good and one of them test bad of those batches of the three that you just mentioned then you got to figure out which one of that one batch that you took and now that one can't go out to market well no that it would be the whole lot in fact because when we take back these samples we homogenize them put them all together and we do the test off that 
you know, material from that. So, so, so no matter what, even if it's a bad test from, say, it was the, my yeah. 50 pounds so, over there, but these 50 tested out positive and good and cleared, does it all get to go bad or can we just separate it? So unfortunately, it all goes bad, whether it has to go through, a, you know, remediation or what have you. But this is where we come in, Think 20 Labs, because we like to make, you know, do a partnership with our clients to make, to ensure that they're going to be safe, you know, going through their compliance. That if we perform the R&Ds, and this is why it's so important to stay with the same lab as you're doing your R&Ds, which is research. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. There you go. Yeah. And then we do our compliance at the end. It's basically you're, you're studying <laughs> through the semester. So you're following them through the whole if you process. Do what, if, if they do what you say, yeah, we're going to have a pretty damn it's good gonna chance pass. That we're going to have a failed back. We're going to want to help our client with best business practices to make sure that we're going to get 100% pass Right, rate. you're not going to let them go into a, 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 a knife, a gunfight with a knife. Well, speaking of gunfights, do we ever see the wild, wild west? I bring you my shit and, like, and it doesn't pass. No, come on, Michael. No. Let this motherfucker pass or else. <laughs> that's why you have metric. That's why you videotape. Yeah, that's, it's a very... Yeah. It's like, man, I can't do nothing. It's, it's, very, it's, it's, a very, it's a very serious process. And, you know, there's a lot of money, a lot of people's businesses. Do you do yeah. remediation? No, we do not do remediation. No. In fact, I, I believe that should be its own separate business license with the BCC. You yeah, have a whole other group, an animal out there that sits between the lab and the distribution. Yeah, there's no license. You just have to go pay someone God knows what to come up with a plan to remediate. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, this is where the business needs to go. I mean, How often do companies fail? Yeah, that's a good, that's question. A good one. I, I mean, what's it look like? I mean... Every, every, every year, they all fail. Someone's some, gonna, some are going to... Uh, uh, yeah, it's... Everyone's going to go through something. How about out of 10? What's the ratio you think? Out of 10, one out of 10 companies. people. Out of company? No, no, no. It's much smaller than that. Much smaller than that. Okay. Got okay. It. So yeah, out of 100, out of 100 then? One, two. One out of 100, two yeah, out of 100. Maybe. Okay. Because they're using, bad. That, well, that means that, that that's good. The, the the growers and, and these, these they're all educated now. They're all well, doing it the right they're, way. They're doing it the right way. They're not, they're not uh, trying to put out. Oh, these are licensed them. businesses. Yeah. Of course. They yeah. have to go through, you know, high waters to make sure that. To where if it doesn't pass, they're going, hell in the hell did this that, not pass? That's not in their business plan. They're, that's, that's, <laughs> exactly. not, that's not happening. <laughs> I hope not. No. <laughs> better but not I, be. Hey, Especially if they're with Take 20 Labs. Well, not only that. All that being said, we all don't expect that to happen but shit happens shit in a grow even if it's indoor outdoor whatever uh, shit could happen it, to where you're yeah. like so we you, did everything right i call it the strawberry our, field like, so are you allowed to pre-test r&d like the same strain or how does that you're you're pre are you testing exactly with their r&d exactly so if it is an oil they go through their process whether they're you know just if distillate, you know, make it, uh, combining oils. Sure. They'll want to do R&D throughout the whole process and then do the compliance. It's really important. Yeah, that way, they, right. because a third of the see, way that's through. that's the problem is people are, and, I, well, and they I mean, can, that's the they problem. They can minimize people their losses. The right there. 100%. People are yeah. doing the R&D testing. We're talking hundreds and, of thousands. And then yeah, once they yeah. go to compliance, they use a different lab or a different lab is used, and all of a sudden it fails when it, when it, uh, when it, sailed through R&D. But again, That's what I think, I, I think what he was is. what he was saying is is by going through the protocols of of testing it more than just during the final, right? So you test it, you know, while it's going through its lipid test and this and that test, right? And then you're testing it several times. Lipids, really? You need, is that what it is? You need is to protect the food chain in a yeah. sense. Is that yeah. what it was? Is that what it was? The fats? What did you detect the fats? What was a strawberry field store you're about to go to? Well, as far as you, cut you, you off? yeah, if you have an outdoor grow, cultivator outdoors, you could be doing everything perfect. Fully above board, doing everything 100% perfect. Got the strawberry field a mile down the road, and they're spraying just as they always do, and they even call it organic, and you're, they're spraying something that's going to blow over. You're screwed. You're screwed. And literally, there, there are a lot of them that are back-to-back -back like that, Because we're too. the cannabis, um, 
cannabis industry is more regulated than your agriculture. Strawberries could be out there, be poisonous, and your cannabis <laughs> has gone through us and is perfect. I bought Why? some shitty strawberries, that's Why? for sure. <laughs> Why? We're going to eat those, right? I know. We're all putting them in our kids and everybody else. Oh, man. Making well, shakes. When we come back, Michael Zendel from Think 20 Labs, we're going to put them through the high five. Lovely. It's <laughs> Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. We want to thank Pitt, Peanut, and Pitt, and Peanut, and Jennifer, because I always get those names wrong. <laughs> I always call Peanut, Pitt, Pit and Pit, Peanut. Peanut, Peanut. Which one are you guys? You guys both look alike, and they're the furthest thing from looking alike, if you all could ever see them. Yeah. But thank you guys always and Elvis for doing what you guys do for the show. Michael, it's funny, as you walked in, I felt like I've seen you somewhere before, and I don't know if it's just because you got the good strong broad shoulders i'm gonna compliment a man that i'm hitting on again which well, i'm notoriously known for around here but i believe my taste buds say i've seen you on fear factor oh god is that is that is that is, is that a good gut check for me are you yeah. a fear factor guy yep. i've been watching yes. fear factor for years talk about yeah. before we get to the high five because craig was on fear factor but it was for the elders and it was how how fast can he eat his jello but that's a whole different story. I want to get to your story. That's the third time in a row. God, I'm sorry, Craig. I love you so much. <laughs> what did you do on Fear Factor? So How was, did you uh, get involved? It was the third season. And um, it was actually back to losing my father to cancer. I left Wall Street. I became a club promoter to be able to you know, finance myself. <laughs> yeah. And screw a lot of chicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. That's what club Don't promoter also that. means. Don't Come on. That. Hey, I'm married now, asshole. Well, he was married Don't bring then, up too. the past. Leave oh, okay. Never mind. Just... So, Get a lot of hugs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bleep that part out. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it's um, uh, yeah. Basically, 
getting into the world I'm in now, um, it's important to know that, you know, it's it it's um it's important to know like that everyone's going through something and everyone can uh, get through it with a community and education, right. you know. So yeah. So, so the fear factor. How did you get involved with the fear factor? <laughs> fear factor. So I got, I was doing the uh, party and promoting, and um, they came out uh, to, for their casting parties, and I used to host these uh, you know events, and um, someone came through and. Um, they flew me out to California, and I thought I was going to get into production or something or event planning. And uh, no, we want you for the show. So I was like, holy, this is crazy. Right. <laughs> I've only seen one episode yeah. where the guy was in the coffin with the rat. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So this is the third season, and like this is where it's hitting its peak. Yeah, it's time to really get it. So the show I was on, it was an hour and a half special for, for stunts. And we ended up being VH1's most outrageous stunt. Like they had the top 20 outrageous stunts. We were number 15 and number one for that category. And were you, oh. did you do them? Um, Basically, the uh, <laughs> did the electric room one. So you go in. So you're driving up to the set. They blindfold you. Joe Rogan's messing with you. Giving me anxiety just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I love Joe. I love, I love Joe. So, so I'm peeking out the van and I'm looking at the craft table with the crew and stuff. And there's this like six foot five guy with tattoos and piercings all over him. I'm like, holy shit, Joe Rogan's gonna tear Fair Factor on us. It's crazy. Yeah. So we get there. You go to the. You know, it's an abandoned jail in the desert, wow. and you're walking through. And um, yeah, so the the first stunt was your strap, or the it ended up being this is now the third, uh, second stunt, excuse me. Um, you're strapped to an electric chair, and in comes this guy called Cliff Cadaver. Got these long black leather gloves on, he's snapping them, and you're just freaking out. You're strapped to an electric chair, and out, he pulls open the table, 10 needles, each needle getting thicker. And just you're strapped there, and they, they pierce you. They take the skin, right. stick the needle through, and out the other way. And they do it 10 times. Oh, no. So I'm laughing the whole time. Like one girl's legitimate fear was needles. And she would, you say needles, she turns white. Right. She's about so to pass out. Really? Yeah, some people do a lot of funny things with their things. Yeah, I hear that. So um, there was one woman who was on the show. Um, yeah, so she, she was like, Howard Stern had the, uh, the winner from the show, which is this woman. I'll tell you why. Um, on her show the next day, she was crying so hysterically. And Howard had like a, I guess a porn, <laughs> like audio tape. Uh -huh. He couldn't tell the difference. Oh, it sounded like she was no. moaning. She, and going that, like that, porn that was and the, that was the number one stun on VH1 back in oh. 2003. It always goes back and goes sexual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta love it. Well, I'm glad you go from there to Think 20 Labs. It's Michael Zendel. It's now time for the high five. Question number one: How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? Uh, probably 18, senior year, high school. A bunch of buddies played football with. Where's that? Where's, where'd you play ball? Where'd you grow up? Uh, Montville, New Jersey, Morris County. Oh, nice. nice. Okay, Love cool. Yeah, I'm a Jersey guy. Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Question here. number two for the high five. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Uh, I guess back in college might have been a bong, but today a vape pen, very discreet. Uh, you know, don't want to disrupt anybody else in the room kind of thing. Very nice. Very nice. That's very classy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question number three of the high five. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis with Michael Zendel. Think 20 laps. Well, two come to mind. Um, as I was starting out in cannabis, I guess, um, uh, second show I was on was called The Rebel Billionaire with Richard Branson. That was on Fox. Uh -huh. That was right around the time The Apprentice was hot back then. Right. Um, so basically, uh, you, know, be, um, you know, that show, you know, it was a big time in my life because, you know, I, I was out there and I just did it all. The craziest time was on Necker Island. And I was with the cast of the show, 
and the crew. What island is this again? Oh, ne- Necker. I'm sorry, Necker Island. It's uh, Rich- Richard Branson bought this island. Oh, okay. In fact, it's a funny story about him because I read his book, Losing My Virginity. In fact, a lot of the show was about following stunts in his life that he's done. No way. Really? It was crazy. It was, it, it was a cross between The Apprentice and The Amazing Race. And okay. Was, the boardroom was in the sky, basically. And he, at the end of the show, we have two teams that compete. The losing leader picks somebody else for another challenge. And basically, whoever loses the whole that that's episode, he hands two tickets to you, and one ticket's to the next destination, one ticket's home. Kind of kind of classy way to cool. do it. Wow, yeah. yeah, Richard Branson's a very classy guy, smart as hell. So yeah, on that island was pretty crazy. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, we were it was Necro Island. Uh, everyone came back for the show for the final episode, and um, yeah, after the show, big party. Um, you know, back in the kitchen, you know, Jermaine. He, he actually got to beat um, uh, South Africa to go down to Nelson Mandela. Uh, it was crazy, like the things we were able to experience. And uh, yeah, I got high with the producers and the cast and a couple, you know, crew members. That sounds like a fun place, right there. Yeah. Question number four: The high five. What is your go-to munchies after you get high? Uh, yeah, definitely anything chocolate or uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I guess it's still still young at heart. P and J's are still great. Though, still right? great when you're high, man. Yeah, <laughs> even when you're not. A good P and J sometimes is <laughs> just great. I had you one not too long ago. You, you know what I had? Dude, I was in in uh, in downtown the other day, and we were. We were out there and dealing with some of our sponsors, and and um, and I was starving, and I wanted to go sit down and eat because I'd been on my feet half the day, and I was ready just to relax. relax you know, I was like, and I didn't want to get back in traffic, so I was like, oh, let's stop somewhere. Well, nothing's really open in LA right now. I mean, it's just started yesterday or just recently or whatever, yeah. but I, there's a, I found this uh, uh, <clears throat> this food court. And it was a very nice food court. They had lobsters and the different, just different fresh pastas. And then I'm rolling through with this gentleman of all people, Mark. And there's a donut place, and his wife's there, and she starts talking about donuts. And then he goes, "Dude!" And then I'm, and none of us are thinking. Were you high? Maybe, but but <laughs> none of us, none of us. It was the end of my day, Craig. Leave me alone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so so, it, but it was the end of our day. We, we were going there, and we're walking through, and I'm looking for Mark. And I just ordered my food, and I come back, and I go, "What do you?" And I look, and Mark's in line. He's just like, "Dude," donuts. and I go, "What are you getting? A, pe- a peanut butter and jelly donut?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I want one." Someone better have been high. <laughs> no, no, dude. We ended up taking half a dozen, a half a dozen of those donuts home, dude. And those peanut butter and jelly donuts were fire, dude. I've never that, had one. I never had five. one. Five. Now I want five. one of these stupid ass donuts. Oh my god! And this, and at this, I'm telling you, in question LA, number five. I hope it has something to do with peanut butter and jelly. Oh, with no. anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, definitely my father. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, he smoked Carl Menthol 120s. I mean, he was killing himself back then. He died of cancer, and uh, we didn't know about cannabis back then. I wish I could have uh, helped with his ailment. You know, get him through. It was a terminal cancer, so you know, lung, doc, lung. Doc, no, uh, uh, multiple myeloma, which is a. Uh, bl- White blood cell. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah, I did uh, team and training, um, you know, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, done a lot of fundraising for them, got involved. And that's what's important. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah. having meaning and, and determination behind doing what's right. It's just so crazy to think of these elements that, you know, are killing people that they can be using cannabis for and that they could have used cannabis for. And your dad passing not even 20 years ago. And going, and your dad as well, Blue, both of you guys, and yeah. thinking, damn it, if they, you know, there's... A little bit of, not a little bit, there's a lot of information now saying try these, try that, try that. It can give you a longer, healthier life. So I've been blessed you know, with my wife. We're married to my father-in-law who suffered a stroke 
couple of years ago, and you guys talked about oxycodone earlier. I mean, he was supposed yeah. to be prescribed oxy, and our the family, which really you know strong, you know tight family, were concerned. I mean, oh yeah, they turned to me, and it, it was funny. He did. I, I he I made him promise me. I'll bring this on the show at my wedding, and I, I go, please don't. My mother will be listening. I mean, my mother will be there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully right. she's not listening Don't to this. Up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wanted to call, you know, he wanted to thank his son-in-law, the drug dealer. And I'm like, I'm not a drug dealer. I'm trying to educate. I'm trying to keep the you know, public safe. We're trying to test this stuff. I love when people hey, Michael, say that. Michael, let me so, call, call you a drug dealer in front of your mama. So I got him CBD. <laughs> and in fact, he didn't have to take the Oxycontin. We're so thankful for that. You know? Absolutely. That's that's what I'm saying. The, the, the education Great curve story. isn't out there enough to the rest of the world because if you know, you know. I mean, if if I'm not feeling well and I have pains, I could smoke some pot and feel okay. I could take some CBD. There's rubs that you can put on yourself that will do very similar jobs as that Oxycontin or Vicodin. <laughs> or you can rub these. yourself. I love rubbing myself. <laughs> you know, you want to help me rub myself? Yeah, get some, get some at... At what, what's the smoke and go? Yeah, smoke and go USA. At the smoke and go to rub yourself, you get some Popper Lizard Law CBD ointment, cream, or lotion. And coming soon, they have rash cream. No, the the, the, <laughs> the what are they? I, Suppositories. Suppositories. But they're used. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Joe, that's a good way to end it. You know what? Before we let you go, Michael, is there anything else that you want to promote for your spot? Once again, Theek20Labs.com is the website. Anything else that you want to promote? Uh, Yeah, just the fact that everybody everybody out there, get educated and uh, be, be strong in your community. We all need it now. No, thank we you, we want to thank you for joining the show, and please feel free to come back to the show anytime. You have an open invitation. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. No way. <laughs> no way. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.